The Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast is coming your way. The Medicare podcast for those who love insurance talk. Some have called him simple-minded. Here is Medicare expert Doug Jones. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. You might have heard my Canadian nephew, Drew McMillan, telling you exactly who I am. If so, then you don't need to hear me tell you, but I will anyway. I'm Doug Jones, your Medicare expert. And I'm guessing that you sat through some pretty exciting advertising at the beginning of this podcast. I'm hoping that you enjoyed it, but we are new to the world of advertising on our podcast, and I can't wait to hear exactly what those ads might have been. Anyway, if you need a little bit of Medicare information or a little bit of confidence as you approach the time when Medicare becomes a fact for you, then you've come to the right place. We are here to help you feel confident about your impending encounter with Medicare. Part of the way uh, that I imbue confidence in people is uh, to suggest that they go and buy my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man. As of today, the uh, newest edition you're going to find on the shelves at Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com is going to be 2023, but not too soon, not too long from now is going to be the 2024 edition. It's being worked on as we speak, and it will be uh, delivered to those stores, put on the shelves, and then I'll be telling you to buy the Medicare for the Lazy Man 2024 edition. But whichever edition you're able to buy, it's going to be chock full of Medicare information, chock full of interesting pictures of classic cars, and chock full of more Medicare information so that when you decide to read the book, you're going to be actually taking a course in Medicare and you will be a Medicare expert once you finish reading the book. It's not a tough read. It's not a lengthy read because Medicare ultimately can be made simple, should have been made simple by the uh, authorities that created it, but it wasn't. So it takes uh, somebody with a fairly um, weird operating brain like, uh, say, Randy Carson or me to simplify this complex subject. But I think I've done it successfully. A lot of people agree. I think you'll enjoy reading the book, even if you don't have Medicare coming up for a while. So buy the book. Either you can buy the Audible book that you can listen to. You can buy the Kindle version that you can download to your reading device. You can buy the paperback version for $8 this year. And the, uh, the big spenders will be interested to know that there is a magnificent hardcover version for $22. It has colorful illustrations. It has the same fantastic Medicare knowledge, and it is just a, uh, a creation. It's almost a, a work of art for the library. So if you've got a library and you need some books, Medicare for the Lazy Man hardcover edition is the book for you. Now it's time for us to consider what we're going to be doing for the rest of our podcast episode. I'd like to think that we're going to be earning tons and tons of money. Randy, any idea what the advertising revenue is going to be like from this episode? Well, I, I've got a gauge over here uh -huh. and it, 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 it turns around like an electrical, uh, uh, you know, an electrical measuring gauge. And the, uh -huh. the, 
the the hands are going so fast i don't need to cool my office anymore <laughs> oh boy so basically you and i this afternoon are going to be uh, counting the money that they deliver in the big yes. wheelbarrow i'm guessing yes yes yeah, absolutely the other thing i was going to mention is that my granddaughter aurora yes i've been using medicare for the lazy man 2023 as a bedtime story for her oh boy i bet she goes right to sleep <laughs> uh, yes that's that's really the advantage of it but she is asking for the 2024 so i just i'd let you know you've got customers little tiny customers waiting in the wings for 2024 well i gotta tell you i'm very proud that uh, a member of your gene pool is uh is questioning the acquisition of medicare knowledge and looking for more that is fantastic she's probably going to be a rocket scientist or a brain surgeon when she grows up she's showing we're showing great promise right now well the the book i think i'm finished with the book and i've sent it off to my uh, you know other people would say my publisher in this case my editor i've got a pair of eyes that i pay for to scrutinize the book in a way that i don't scrutinize it's funny when you write something down and you go back to read it later the voice in your head thinks about what you wanted to write instead of what you actually wrote. So this woman is very good at finding um, mistakes that I've made, uh, things that a, a reader might object to that uh, you and I might not notice because we're too close to the subject. So she'll finish with it maybe this week, and that means that the book might be on the shelves at uh, Amazon by mm, next week, I'd like to think. And then she's got to make some changes to it, massage it a little bit to get it on the shelves at uh, barnesandnoble.com. That requires a bunch of mysterious gobbledygook that I'm not uh, privy to. And then I'm going to have to sit down and dictate. I'm going to have to read the book to the microphone. It's like making love to the camera. You've heard old, old-time movie stars talk about that. Well, I have to make love to the microphone to uh, put a little energy into the the um, recording of the medicare for the lazy man uh the audible book and then at some point that'll get edited by somebody who hears things that i can't hear and that will then go up on the shelves but i'll be telling people when that occurs that'll be probably a few weeks from now well that is very exciting stuff i can't wait to i can't wait to hear that so anyway as the nominal producer for the yes, show, sir. I'm going to I'm going to encourage us to move on into the good Medicare stuff. All right, let's do that. I'm going to mute myself out and I'm going to listen to you. Okay, but stay close now in case I need you. All right. <laughs> All right, I want to start out I I like to start out with uh correspondence between clients or potential clients. And this person is not yet a client, but he and I had a cordial exchange. He went to the website, medicareforthelazyman.com, and filled out a questionnaire that Randy placed on the website. I received it. It's sent to me from the servers very securely, and uh, it was a request for a Medicare supplement quote. He lives in Virginia, and the thing that made this different from 99% of the requests for quotes that I get is that this gentleman is under age 65. He's 58 years old, and he has some kind of disability. He's been on Social Security Disability Income, SSDI, for two years. And at the two-year point, when you're on SSDI, they automatically give you Medicare. So you don't need to worry about other insurance. However, 
you do need to worry about your Medicare supplement because that's um, not something that the government gives you. The government gives you Medicare A and Medicare B, but you, because you're a, a good listener to this show and you're a smart person, you need to get a Medicare supplement that will uh, cover the balance of your uh, medical expenses should you in in uh, in should you have any. So the rules are different in every state. Generally speaking, there is an outfit that you can call up called SHIP, and they've got an office in every state, and they'll tell you what the rules are in your state. Some states do not make the Medicare supplement insurance companies um, provide products to those that are under age 65, and some states uh, force the companies to provide products. In Virginia, all companies that provide a product to an age, uh, an under age 65 uh, applicant are plan A. Everybody provides plan A and none of them have to provide the uh, other plans in their portfolio. The reason for that is anybody who's got Medicare under age 65 has been disabled for quite some time. They've qualified for Medicare uh, by virtue of their disability, and every underwriter knows that the risk is going to be higher. The risk of loss or the risk of uh, expenses is going to be higher with somebody who's got Medicare before age 65. So anyway, this person wrote to me and he said, um, or he he went to the website and I uh, responded to him by saying that um, you've got uh, these companies that will provide Plan A for you in Virginia. And uh, then I gave him the list of companies in my portfolio. And by far the best deal was, I think, Mutual of Omaha at $103 a month. And then he wrote back to me and he said, I got a link from uh, uh, SHIP, that uh, outfit I mentioned earlier. And it was a state-provided Medigap plan search website. And so he gave me a list of all of the uh, Medicare suppliers and Medicare supplement uh, offerings in Virginia with that same Mutual of Omaha plan for $103. And there was one other company on that list that I am not contracted with, and it was State Farm. And that rate was going to be something in the order of $78 or maybe $80. And this guy is pretty uh, pretty cognizant of the difference in cost because he wants to minimize the cost that he's going to have to pay until he turns 65. Anybody who has Medicare under age 65, when they turn 65, however many years in the future it is, everything goes back to normal. It's a big reset. It's erasing the slate and starting over again. So at age 65, he can get any Medicare supplement that's sold in Virginia by any of the companies and uh, he has a whole new do-over opportunity. But until that time, he wants to minimize his expenditure. Plan A is the only plan that, that is available uh, to people under age 65 in Virginia. And so the price he found for uh, one company was 103 That's the Mutual of Omaha I provided. And then he discovered on his own that uh, Farmers Insurance sells a plan a medicare supplement for something on the order of 78 dollars a month so um we had some back and forth and he said i think i should investigate state farm oh it was state farm not farmers insurance and uh 
So he said, what do you think about State Farm as a company? And I said, well, of course, I'd like you to go with me, but I can understand your concern about the additional cost and you'd rather have the least costly product because the products are identical. The one I sell you for $103 is identical to the one you could go to State Farm and get for $78. So I said, you're going to have to deal with them on your own because I do not have a contract with State Farm and I cannot tell you whether or not uh, you're going to enjoy the experience, but uh, good luck to you. So he sent me back a copy of his correspondence with a State Farm agent. He said, here's a response I received when I asked for email communications as a starting point. He's kind of private. I don't know what his uh, disability is. He didn't want to tell me. I didn't ask. And uh, so apparently he had the same kind of exchange with a State Farm agent. This was a prominent agency, uh, the State Farm family of agencies. And he said, can you imagine how insulting this is? And so I read their response. The response was, I prefer not to work with people not willing to speak with us. There's absolutely no reason I should spend my resources to provide you with my recommendations if you have the position you do not want to talk with us. We have too many people who want our help to waste time on this. So that was the response he got when he wrote to a State Farm office and asked that they send him a Medicare supplement quote. And I said, well, it's nice this agent has too many people because the agent spelled T-O, too many people. Better luck with your next target. Since I haven't heard back from this particular prospect, I'm guessing that the next target was more amenable to discussing uh, Medicare supplement with him. Uh, we talked a lot about inflation and rates going up the last uh, episode. Uh, I quoted high deductible plan G and plan G for a potential client several months ago. It was like the fall of 2023. Didn't hear from that client. I assumed they had gone somewhere else to buy their insurance. And all of a sudden, uh, not too long ago, the uh, client popped up again. And has anything changed with the plans that you quoted me? So I had to go back and redo the quotes. And I said, all right, the original quote, uh, this was early October, <clears throat> the original quote for um, the uh, Mutual of Omaha plan, which was a reasonable price, has stayed the same. Mutual of Omaha has not yet raised their rate for their plan G. However, the best out of all the companies I quoted him, the best rate for high deductible plan G was from my favorite company, United American, and that rate was $31 a month as opposed to $121 a month. So you'd be saving $90 a month. And I uh, said, now let me check their rate again to make sure it hasn't gone up. And sure enough, United American had a rate increase on their high deductible plan of $7 a month, which were, equates to 22.5%. It surprises me because this company is very good with rate stability I was really surprised to hear that. Now that doesn't mean that new or that that uh, clients that are already on board get a twenty-two and a half percent rate increase. That only means that a new client is going to have to pay twenty-two and a half percent more than they would have had to pay. Uh, the enforced client might not get any increase, or they might get a much smaller increase. But it shows you that the effective inflation on a company that's dedicated to rate stability is still inexorable. They do not have the um, they, they don't have a magic shield that protects them from that. Now, here's a little thing that's happening in many states. I think it's a growing trend. 
be almost the first in many states, if not all the states in the United States, uh, very shortly. And that's called the birthday rule. There are about seven or eight states right now that have a birthday rule. And this is a, a legis- piece of legislation enacted in each of the states or a, um, a regulation change that is enacted in some of these states. It's a state-by-state thing, though, and uh, seven or eight states have done it already. The birthday rule allows somebody with a Medicare supplement to go to a different Medicare supplement plan or a different Medicare supplement company uh, around the time of their birthday. Each year, they have the opportunity to make a change. Now, this does two things. It gives more flexibility to the people that are maybe trapped in an overpriced plan F. It gives them an escape hatch, a way to get away from a plan that has uh, exceeded the original cost estimates by a lot and uh, gives them an opportunity to go to a different company or a different plan. It's The rule is not written the same in each state. So here is the rule one insurance company has explained to their agents. Here's their explanation for the birthday rule in Kentucky. And uh, they're circular letter went out and said, Kentucky has a new annual birthday open enrollment rule. Applicants of any age who are current Medicare supplement policyholders and who wish to replace their coverage with uh, one of our products uh, are entitled to an annual open enrollment period lasting 60 days beginning on their birthday. During this period, they may apply for a Medicare supplement policy that offers benefits equal to those provided by their existing Medicare supplement policy. So that means that let's say you're with company XYZ and their rate has gone sky high. Well, you could go to company ABC, same product that has a lower rate and uh, you can make that move on your birthday. So that's a nice little um, advantage that people only can do right now based on their filling out a health questionnaire. And if somebody's got a health problem, they're not going to be accepted by the new company. So the law has changed in Kentucky that allows the people, regardless of their health, to change to a plan that might be cheaper for them, but it's got to be the same plan. So somebody with a plan G can move to a plan G with a different company. Somebody with a high deductible plan G can move to a high deductible plan G with a different company. Hopefully it would be a list less expensive plan. The letter goes on to say, as a reminder, as of January 1st of 2024, anyone becoming eligible for Medicare who is under the age of 65 in Kentucky has a six-month open enrollment period for all Medicare supplement policies. Beginning on the first day of the month, they enroll in Part B of Medicare. So that's in Kentucky. They, they're they a lot more flexible than Virginia is with their under age 65 Medicare participants. And the letter finally finishes up. Additionally, Kentucky has a special one-time open enrollment period for individuals under age 65 who were enrolled in Medicare Part B before January. And they're eligible for a special six-month open enrollment period lasting until June of 2024. So that means that those people are going to be treated in a way that's uh, very benign. They're going to allow people to catch up with the Uh, the new regulation, and take advantage of the opportunity to purchase a uh, more benignly priced Medicare plan from another company. I I just noticed your background is uh, something I haven't seen before. That's a really odd background for you compared to our usual uh, 
uh, visual <laughs> aids here. What the hell is that? That is a picture that Margaret took on one of our cruises. Wow. It and, looks like the uh, horizon is on fire. It yeah, definitely does. It it was a morning shot. I don't well, you know, I don't remember whether it was a morning shot or an evening shot, but it really was it really was that gorgeous. Yeah, it looks and weird. Occasionally I like to put it in my background just to remember what it was like on that particular cruise. So anyway, guess what? Uh well, I <laughs> there's so many things I could come up with. I'm gonna let you tell me what what you're our, uh, talking about. Our seventy-five cents is done. And we need to close up shop, land the plane on 32 left. Just keep track of that. So I will. that we don't run on, you know, we don't want to land on the wrong runway. But before we do that, everybody needs to take a pencil and write down this email address so you can reach out to Doug because he gets grumpy when he doesn't get any email. DBJ at MLMMailbag.com. Don't forget, Doug is licensed nationwide to help you make decisions on your Medicare supplement planning. Check us out at the website, medicareforthelazyman.com. We would appreciate it if you could find a couple places to drop some reviews on the content that we produce because the numbers mean a lot to us. Last but certainly not least, thank you for joining us. You could have been a number of different places and you weren't. You were with us exactly where we wanted you, listening to Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast and by the way, if you didn't check, you were listening for 32 and a half minutes to Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy from Oklahoma. No more. He's up in the high ground behind Cave Creek, Arizona. And I'm going to be nice to him today. I'm going to bring him in at a normal altitude. I'm going to put him in at about 6,200 feet. That's close enough for me. Thank you, Randy. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye.